What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Mom Training Podcast, where we discuss the skills and strategies to create possibilities in motherhood and make it more fun, efficient, organized, and peaceful. It takes a village to raise a child. I'm sure you've heard that before somewhere. How do you feel about that statement? Do you feel you have the village around you, a support system? According to the research I've done, a lot of moms feel like they don't have the support, help, and village they need. And then others don't believe they even need the help. For me, I believe the ability to have the village supporting you is completely possible and is pretty necessary. Creating the village, that support system, is a skill set and easier than you think. We're going to talk about a couple really simple things today that actually make a huge difference in building the village or the support system around you. We live in a time where the culture is affecting the role of women. I'm not even talking about education, careers, women's rights, whatever. I'm talking about the fact that women are not asking for help as much anymore or relying on people around them as much. And we're beginning to expect ourselves to do it all ourselves or I don't need any help. We're closing ourselves off from people because we don't want to seem weak or incapable. Yes, let's be strong, independent women, but let's not try to do it on our own. Trying to be superwoman without a team on our side, we might find ourselves exhausted, drained, and potentially feeling defeated. I don't know about you, but I don't personally have any superpowers. Like, I can't snap my fingers and my house is clean. Yeah, I can't, like, you know, like, blink my eyes three times and, like, all of a sudden dinner's made. I mean, if you got some of those skills, you tell me where you got them. Okay, I'll pay big bucks for those. (laughs) No one has superpowers. (laughs) Anyway, so then we sit here struggling and this thought comes of, I don't want to ask for help. I don't want people to think I'm a mess. That one's mine, by the way. My house is too messy to have someone come in. My kids are too loud. I don't want to inconvenience someone. I'm not doing that bad. Come on. This is motherhood. It's supposed to be hard. Mm -hmm. If I can get through this next couple months, it won't be that bad. We don't have the money to get a babysitter or get help. I just have to do it on my own. I don't even know where to start asking for help. I mean, have you heard yourself say any of these things or something similar? Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure every single one of us have thought or said something like that along the lines. I know that there are a lot of situations in the world, a lot of reasons, and a lot of differences. But one thing I do know is that you are worthy of having a support system of people around you, and it's totally possible for you. It's okay to receive help, and it doesn't make you weak or incapable or a mess. If you're going through a hard time, a support system can help you get through it with ease and so much faster and efficiently than you could ever do yourself. So wherever you may be, On your journey of building the village, whether you have a support system and it's strong and useful, your team could use a couple tune-ups, or you're not sure where to even start with building a support system, I hope these next tips and ideas will help you. So family life has so many layers, tasks that need to be accomplished, things children need to learn, and moms need to have time and energy to take care of everyone else, and especially themselves, so they have the power to organize, be there, and love what they are doing. So obviously there are many different pieces to building a village and a support system that we might literally need to have like an all-day seminar to do, which actually isn't too bad of an idea. (laughs) We'll think about that. But I'm going to give you a couple things that you can think about that I feel are the most important on the list of building relationships. 
So this first relationship building skill is so simple, but it is literally the most important thing I want you to remember. Okay. I call it the giving flow. Okay. And what I mean by that is the flow between giving and receiving. Okay. And you're like, well, how does that build a relationship? Like, cool. Like I can give someone a cookie and then they can like give one back to me. Yes, exactly. It's that simple. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple examples to kind of explain the giving flow. Okay. Which is to be able to give and receive freely and to not cut the flow. Okay. When I was completely down and out with my back injury, I had some people bringing me meals for a week or so. Someone else has scheduled everyone and somehow she accidentally scheduled two people for the same night. So when I saw it on the list, I was like, okay, maybe they're like, you know, splitting the meal or something, you know, like one's bringing part and one's bringing another. No, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I had them both contact me like an hour before dinner saying, hey, like I'll bring you dinner. And the first person brought dinner and it was an entire dinner. And I was like, oh, so instead of cutting off the flow of giving or the giving flow, I did not tell the second person that, hey, someone already brought us dinner. I put the other dinner away. So when she came in, it was, thank you so much. That was so kind of you to bring us dinner. Yeah, we had leftovers. Yeah, was it necessary? No. But the thing was, she was taking out her time to bring something to me to help me. She was opening up herself to me, opening up her heart, which is what helping each other does, which is what serving each other does, is open up your heart to connect with another person. And so, no, I wasn't going to tell her, yeah, someone else just brought us dinner, but I mean, um, you could bring it tomorrow or, you know, I just don't need it tonight. And here she's made a second dinner. Don't do it, you guys. Let them in. Even if you already have something, even if you already have a dinner, let them serve you. Okay. Here's another really simple example. My husband and I just went on a date and we had a coupon to get some smoothies. Okay. The girl making the smoothies made a little extra and put it in a little cup for us to take home to our toddler. From the other side of the store, we had seen this and had grabbed an extra straw for the third smoothie. When the girl came to hand us our smoothie, she also made sure that she grabbed a straw for the little cup. Instead of rejecting her straw or saying, oh, we already have one, thanks. We took it, we smiled and said, thank you so much, acknowledging her kindness. And now you may be thinking, Diana, these are the most ridiculous situations I've ever heard and they don't even matter. Oh, but they do. It's the simple little moments that make up everything. I want you to think about a time when you were kind, reached out to someone or tried to help someone and they rejected it. How does it make you feel? kind of like a little bit awkward. Like if you're really aware of your feelings, it might just even feel like just a slight shutting of a door. Nothing too painful or harsh, but it does cut the flow. Just trust me, you guys, on this. Let people help you. If they offer, let them help you. If they offer, can I help you with your groceries to the car? Sure. Awesome. Okay. I've made so many friends in grocery stores because they're like, hey, can I help you with that? Sure. Great. Awesome. Where are you from? (laughs) It starts out right there. I have friends. I've literally had people over for dinner that have just helped me with something very simple, like out in public. Okay. And some of these friends have become lasting friends. So just trust me on this. It may seem you're like, that's just too easy. 
It's too easy to say yes to someone opening a door for me or yes to helping me carry something up the stairs. Especially ladies, let men help you, please. I see a lot, a lot of women just shutting off the help from men, okay? Let them help you. Let them open the door. Let them carry something up for you. Why not? I mean, why not? <laughs> like, I'm not saying you like let some random person in your house, okay? <laughs> Let's draw a boundary here. Okay, I'm not saying like some like crazy person shows up at your house and it's like, can I help you clean your house? You don't let them in. I mean, give us some common sense. But I mean, normal little things like, hey, like, can I help bring something to the meal that you're making tonight? You know, you're like, you know, we're coming over for dinner tomorrow. Can I bring something? Like, please, like, let me bring something. Sure, I would appreciate that so much. Want to save you money and it saves you time? Yeah, I would appreciate. Could you bring a salad and maybe even a thing of rolls? Are you like, you know help me out. Great. Awesome. Creating relationship because we have the giving flow. Both people are giving from both sides. Okay. For the second tip, returning the favor with the giving flow. Okay. When someone gives to me, I give back. Depending on what it is, the return varies. We like to have people over for dinner a lot. That's what we do. So it gives us a great opportunity to sit down, really get to know people. And uh, it's really fun. So another thing is inviting someone to watch a movie. You bring them something, you know, invite them on a double date you know, hey, you want to hang out? I mean, it can be literally, you know, writing a thank you card. It could be literally anything because unity feels good. Giving and receiving feels good. And being able to give back feels awesome. And I'm not talking about like you like create like an entire like basket full of stuff. I mean, if that's what you want to do, awesome. But let's just keep it simple. Let's just, you know, spend some quality time getting to know people. Okay. If gift giving is one of your love languages and you like doing that, the more power to you. Make up some cookies, do something like that. But I think really just connecting with people one-on-one -on -one and talking with them is so powerful. It's amazing. Okay. And so the last tip that I have for you is one of the biggest problems that I see and that I face often with the giving flow is pride and ego. Because it's not fun to ask for help. It really is not. Like, especially like when you like need help for a continual amount of time, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe I have to ask for help more. But if we let go of that pride and ego and say, you know, I know, even though I don't feel it right now, I know that if I ask for help, and, you know, I have the support system set up. If I ask for help, then I will get through this faster and it'll build a relationship in the process. So it's really, really awesome. So I guess the biggest thing with this one is just to have the courage to ask for help. Have the courage to start the giving flow. Have the courage to say, hey, could you watch the kids for a minute while I go out <laughs> and have some time to myself? Could you, you know... I don't know, whatever you need, like asking for little bits of help. I will put a plug in here that communicating what you're feeling and what the other person is feeling is really important. So saying like, hey, so me asking you for help with this, like, is that okay? Do you feel okay about that? Like, am I overstepping my bounds? Are you happy with what we're doing? You know, are we, are we on good ground? Like, please communicate with me if like, if you really don't want to help me with something, please just tell me. Like, don't, don't try to act about it. Just, you know, let me know. Like, it's really good to be open with the people that you're creating this village and the support system with because you, um, you want to just make sure that everyone's being honest with how they feel and you can create that village. So, Mama, creating that village is worth your time. And being able to have other moms around you, older moms you can learn from, different people you can turn to, 
Just start working one step at a time to create that giving flow and to be able to give a little bit, get a little bit, give a little bit, receive a little bit, just going back and forth and back and forth. And pretty soon that water, that giving flow water will just continue to flow all around. And all of a sudden you have a best friend. You're like, whoa, how did that happen? It's because the giving flow. It's either that they gave you something emotional, mental, spiritual, physical. Okay. Like it's, they could give you a gift. They could help you with your house. They could listen to you while you're struggling with something. They could help you with your routine or something like that. So mentally you can get balanced. They could, you know, talk to you about spiritual things. And I mean, the giving flow is not just about like only asking for like physical help of like, help me clean my house or help me to, you know, do these dishes or go grocery shopping or watch my kids for this. It's literally the giving flow can be emotional, mental, spiritual, or physical. Okay. So I want you to think about that, like letting the giving flow of, Hey, can I talk about something with you? Yeah, sure. Like that is giving flow. Okay. Opening up to someone about your feelings is giving flow. Listening and truly listening to somebody is giving flow. Okay. Let it in, let it out, and start that flow. So get out there, girl, and create that giving flow. Just let it happen. Just give something and receive something. Give something, receive something. Let go of that pride and ego. Just step back and say, okay, it is okay for me to receive help emotionally, mentally, physically, or spiritually. It is okay to receive help with my kids. It's okay for me to receive help with my house. It is okay to receive help. It is okay for me to raise my kids with a village. It is okay for me to have a support system. Come and connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Diana Ballard Live. That's at Diana Ballard, L-I-V-E. I'd love to connect with you there. And make sure you're talking to other mamas about this podcast and hit subscribe so we can be together next week. And we'll see you next time on the Mom Training Podcast.